One more time. Nice and loud. Stewards of our natural world, we will seek to understand the value of honoring the land and the species that live on it in order to preserve and protect it for future generations. We are Mr. Casinas and Mr. Darling, and you're listening to A Day in the Life. So the topic for this week's podcast is Student Life Day number two, and Mr. Casinas and I are just sitting in our office thinking a little bit about uh, what happened, and maybe you could start, Mr. Casinas, what? What was the purpose of our, our Student Life Day? Well, with having the, the theme of stewardship, we really wanted to add value to Earth Day uh, and to complement all the work, hard work, that the eco team underneath Miss Butler has done over the, over the years. And I'm just wondering, so that our audience kind of is more aware of, of what went on, what were some of our, our must-haves? What did we really want the community to experience on that day? Well, we had a long list, but I think really one of our goals was to get all members of our community outside and have them connecting, connecting with the land. I think that was that was fabulous. I, I saw every grade outside doing something, and one of the highlights for me was watching the sort of cross-divisional moments, where the grade 11s and, and grade 1s, I think, were working together with the loose parts or the tree planting with the grade 12s in kindergarten. And all members of our community were stewards of our campus at some point. If it was tree planting, if it was loose parts, or picking up garbage on campus or along Bayview, I think it was fantastic. Another fabulous piece of the day was uh, how we started it with our, our whole school assembly and the White Pine Dancers. That presentation was very interactive, uh, having the White Pine Dancers share their knowledge and connection to Mother Earth through the dancing, the drumming, and in the oral history. And even another part of the day was how we were working. I think we really wanted to try and personalize things for kids, giving them lots of choice and making sure that they there was something for everybody in the day from our hackathon to uh, the Duke of Ed hike. And even, yeah, exactly. And even with the grade itself, had intentional planning throughout the day that tied into our theme and also added value to curriculum and character development as well. And we can't sort of have a conversation about this day unless we sort of think about how we we were really reaching out to the whole community and none of it would have happened 
uh, unless we'd had sort of so much great help from so many different teachers and students throughout our community. And it was, it was all hands on deck, as we know. We had grade leaders, we relied on uh, missions and the Student Success Center, we relied on our, our Chef Mateo, um, custodians, everybody helped out and pitched in and really made this a day uh, that really added value to our HDS program. So why don't we head out onto our community down the hallways and, and talk to a few people and hear a little bit more from uh, the student voices about what went on today. Individual Earth Pledges were an important part of our Student Life Day. Here's Miss McDonald talking about hers. My Earth Pledge is to try to use less water in my daily activities. I'm Heather McDonald and I am the head of the lower school. A quotation that is really powerful in my point of view comes from Howard Zinn who said, we don't have to engage in grand heroic actions to participate in the process of change. Small acts, when multiplied by millions of people, can transform the world. In the lower school, that is something we want our kids to learn. And on Earth Day, during Student Life Day, each of them participated in a small way that will hopefully be magnified throughout the world and in their lives going forward. Earlier in the week, a group of Grade 2 students brought Mr. Casinos a special petition in honor of Earth Week. Let's have a listen to what they had to say. I'm sitting here with Tessa and Antonio from Grade 2 who personally delivered me a hand message. I'm just going to ask these two Grade 2 students to read the letter. Dear Mr. Casinos, Why are we having so much leftover food? We think there's too much waste. The first reason is there's too much leftover waste. The first evidence is when we are done snack, there is so much waste. And all the food goes in the garbage. The second reason is there's too much plastic. The second evidence is the plastic wrap goes in the garbage and then it goes into the ocean and then it makes the fish in the ocean sick. The third reason is the fruit is wrapped in plastic and it will go into the garbage. The third evidence is the plastic will pollute the world. We, we think, think there's, there's too, too much, much waste. waste. From Tessa and Antonio. Tessa and Antonio, what do you guys think, as grade 2 students, you can do to make a difference for the Earth? Oh, well, I think I could make a difference for the Earth because we could put composts in some of the classrooms and then there would be like a helper or maybe like a buddy who could bring the compost down every sing every time they go to lunch for the dining hall. And great, and since that um, birthday presentation, do you guys have a composting room now? Yes. That's, yes. that's fantastic. And do you guys take turns taking that down? Mm, no, but our lunch helpers do that. Excellent. Is there anything else, Tessa, do you think you guys can do as students to make um, a difference? Maybe not use too much plastic. And um, we did a letter to the cafeteria, and um, we wrote a letter about too much plastic for our snack. But then it looks like the, they um, didn't really listen because they keep on putting plastic around us. Okay. Snack. Maybe you just keep asking, right? You guys yeah. can make a difference. Well, thank you for your passion. And thank you for um, being active citizens, and keep keep working hard. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
The grade twos also had a busy student life day, playing some nature bingo, attending a salmon presentation, enjoying Mr. Wood's great science show, and participating in a couple of different eco-team workshops, including the edible garbage dump. Here's a couple of grade twos telling us a little bit more. Okay, Julia, what did you learn about landfills? There's a lot. It's there's a lot of layers, and they put all these special things to keep it from uh, being all toxic and all wasteful and bad for the environment. What were some of the things you did to make an edible landfill? We used. Um, like these delicious things instead of icky, disgusting garbage. And we used things like um, like fruit roll-ups, marshmallows, and uh, gummy worms, and licorice, and, a, and cookie crumbs, and chocolate pudding to make our own edible landfills. Did you have a fun Earth Day? Yes, a very fun Earth Day. Thank you. We, we, we touch a tree and find a tree. And so I thought it was really interesting because we had to feel like different textures and then we had to remember it in our brains and it sort of like made our memory better. While the grade 1s and 2s were having fun on campus, the grade 5s were out in the neighborhood painting yellow fish near sewer grates. Let's find out what that was all about. Are you guys robots so, or not? What are, we do what are we doing today and how does it help the environment? So, uh, today um, we're painting yellow fish on the curbs to, um, on, like, beside some storm, like, storm dreams thing and basically um it, it just reminds everyone that um the um the the storm drains are not filtered and if we do bad things like put too much salt on our roads then it's going to go into the storm drain and it's going to go into our waters and lakes and that's not good the middle school students had all kinds of activities including an art attack birds of prey some tree planting some campus cleaning up and an Indigenous workshop. Here's Rob Thompson to tell us about his Earth Pledge to the middle school students. I pledge to steward the biosphere. I pledge to steward the atmosphere. I pledge to steward the hydrosphere in order to make sure that we don't leave anything behind in our lithosphere. Hi, I'm Rob Thompson. I'm the head of the middle school. So looking at our statement for the day, it's important to look at the word steward or stewardship. And a steward is someone that takes care of something for somebody else. They don't own it, just like we don't own the world. We're just taking care of it. Uh, so my challenge to you is to look after this world. And I also want you to think about the word stewardship, but not as a, no a noun, but as a verb, as something that we do. We steward things. We take care of them. And that's my challenge. To you. Students from across all three divisions had the chance to interact with live birds of prey who had been affected by human interaction. Students who attended this session were given a reminder about how incredible our local environment and habitat is 
as well as strategies for how to help maintain and protect the environment that these birds rely on. One of those fine feathered friends that the students got up and close with was the Arctic falcon. Listen in to learn more. More up north in the Arctic, so they're an Arctic species, so you wouldn't really see them around these parts. So, being an Arctic bird, she likes to get sprayed down to make sure she's nice and cool. And being up in the Arctic, there's lots of things that they can actually hunt. So, not many things that you think of like around really grassy areas, but they can still take down things like lemmings, uh, to take down big Arctic ptarmigan, or things like Arctic hare. So, they're very, very ferocious and fierce hunters. And even when they're so, Miss West, can you tell me something amazing or maybe the best thing about Student Life Day number two for you so far today? Uh, I think the best part about Student Life Day is seeing students interact uh, in their grade uh, outside of the curriculum, but exploring incredibly meaningful topics. And then today, looking at the environment and Earth Day and getting a better understanding of Indigenous culture, I think will help to deepen their understanding once they move back into their courses about having an appreciation for some of the uh, curricular topics that they're learning. Brilliant. Thank you very much. I pledge to do my best to promote an eco-friendly attitude at HTS and to support our students to make better, more sustainable choices. Hi, I'm Greg Rose, and I'm the head of the senior school. Our senior school students will soon be leaving HTS to pursue the next stages in their lives. At some point, this will include being active in all areas of industry and society. Today and in the future, I challenge all senior students to act in a way that demonstrates they are stewards of our natural world and to make decisions which honor the land they stand on, the natural world we inhabit, and to preserve and protect it for the generations beyond their own. Apart from the many environmentally focused opportunities, there are also specialized sessions around leadership, the Duke of Ed, and hackathons. Here are a couple of students talking about those opportunities. So I'm standing here with Michael, and uh, I'm wondering if you can, and Ethan, and Jordan, uh, and I'm wondering, if, Michael, if you can tell me about how your student life day is going right now. Uh, well, participating in, it, participating in it is such a great experience to take part in, um, and I really enjoyed it, and we took part in a lot of fun leadership activities, um, and they continued to teach us different types of leaderships, um, and also that cooperation is a really important part of our daily lives. Excellent answer. Thank you, Michael. What about you guys? What have you uh, learned so far at Student Life Day? I learned that a dollar and ten cents. It, like the ball equals five cents and the bat equals dollar five. I learned that because that math question was such a doozy. But it was really good because you were it made doing it, math out on the backfield. Because it was to answer a lock, right? Okay. But it was really good because our whole entire team co co cooperated to make this answer like real. Ethan, would you uh, back him up on that? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's nice to see on the uh, backfield when we were doing those activities, like the math one. We had to. They choose different people to be like different types of leaders. So it's nice trying to 
you know, like, be an example of, like, what you, what type of leader you want to be so you get to try out everything. Excellent. Thanks, guys. Have a great afternoon. Cheers. I'm taking part in the Duke of Ed hike because I think it's a really good experience to actually try to um, be involved with our environment and actually try to appreciate nature in a way where we don't normally do it. Excellent. Justin, why are you going on this Duke of Ed hike? Um, aside from the same reasons Natasha said, I'm also going on this trip because um, I feel like we don't really spend time with the environment now because we're always on our phones and stuff, so it's a good time to like just get off technology. Love that answer. Have a great time. You too. Okay, we're joining the studio with Mrs. Butler. Mrs. Butler, thank you for stopping by. My pleasure. In the afternoon of our Earth Day, Student Life Day number two, we've continued our long Laura School HTS tradition. Can you please explain to our audience what that looks like? So the students are, um, the afternoon begins with, uh, they're treated to a wild and crazy science slash environmentally themed show by the much loved and much admired Mr. Wood. Um, he really inspires all of the students in the science lab and they are super excited to go and listen to him talk to them about environmental issues um, and and he brings all his crazy science experiments into it and it's absolutely an amazing an amazing show and we're very lucky to have him and then uh, the students break out into back to their homerooms and when they get there there is a senior school eco team uh, member waiting for them to execute uh, a workshop with them and there's a different workshop for every grade, so the topics don't get repeated uh, from one year to the next. And it really just is a hands-on, get-dirty um, workshop where we've linked it a little bit to curriculum, but also to our stewardship, our stewardship programs that we have going at the school. And these workshops are led by the eco-team leaders from senior school? Yep, that's correct. That's correct. They do a little training session, and some of them have actually experienced them themselves, so they, they know what, what they're expecting. But, um, but yeah, they go down there, and it's an hour long, and they're just interacting with the kids, uh, depending on what, what the topic is. They have a, a really good time. So earlier in the podcast, we heard from some grade twos in the edible garbage dump. What's some other examples of the programming from, K, from grade one to six? No, actually, the, the kindergartens are involved, so their focus is on nature appreciation. So we get them out there playing games in nature, and then they do uh, a little nature art, an imprint in Sculpey that they get to take home to their parents. They imprint something from nature that they saw and they loved. That's very cool. Um, the grade ones, they, um, they this year... Their topic is living things and materials and how to deal with them in the environment. So they made a Mr. Grass head this year, um, and they had to choose the appropriate material for the pot that they were going to use, an envir environmentally friendly pot. Um, and then they decorated a face, and he's going to grow his hair that they can cut. Um, and then they also made seed balls um, for us to plant some wildflowers to support the honeybee program and, and having some wildflowers out there. Uh, grade twos we spoke about. The grade threes learn about vermicomposting, which is composting with worms. And they actually create a new layer in our worm chalet and then are responsible for feeding um, the worms some food waste from our dining hall throughout the year. Grade fours get um, an introduction to honeybee because on honeybees and they do a workshop with uh, learning about what goes on in a hive. 
and they actually do this in preparation for the honey harvest which they get to do in the fall of grade five. So we want to make sure they know everything there is to know about the bees before they get this amazing experience. Um, and the grade sixes this year were building habitat boxes, bird boxes. Um, they were in small groups and we didn't really give them much instruction. It was like a problem-solving collaboration type activity and we ended up with a number of bird boxes and then they will um, place those out into our campus um, once we figure out the best spot to put them in. That's fantastic. So it seems like all, all of those workshops that students are engaged in and uh, contributing back to our campus. Exactly. Mrs. Butler, why do you think a day like today is so important for HTS? So I think it's important for HTS because we we have a responsibility to be stewards of this land and in a broader sense I think as uh, an education facility we have a responsibility to um, teach our young people the importance of being stewards and of thinking about valuing and protecting the very life systems that sustain us on this planet. Um, so for me, the only way you really get, well, people don't, people don't protect things that they don't care about. And so you need to start right from junior kindergarten and give students an opportunity to fall in love with nature, to fall in love with the environment, to have a sense of place. Where are we when we come to this campus? We're at the headwaters of the Rouge. We're in the middle of the Oak Ridges Moraine. What do those things mean? Why does it matter? So by having them play in nature and learn in nature, to have them fall in love with the smells and the textures and the animals and the plants and teach them everything you can teach uh, about those things, there is a chance that they will fall in love and value it. And when that happens, as they get older, they're going to be motivated to protect it. And that is what the world needs. We need young people to grow up, go out into the world and be stewards and care about, uh, as I mentioned, the very life systems that sustain us on this planet. That's great. And it's so true in terms of instilling that responsibility at a younger age and really, and really take action. Well, Mrs. Butler, as the environmental coordinator, I'd like to thank you for your years of dedication and passion to the environmental program here at HTS, and I look forward to working with you on our many environmental projects in the years to come. Thank, thank you, you so much. It's my pleasure. And that's all for this week's podcast. Tune in next time when we take our microphones down to the hallways of the lower school and listen in to all the amazing student life stories they have going on down there. Bye for now. Bye for now.